Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, November 5th. Got a little tongue-tied there, off the bat. So, of course, we're going to catch back up with Loki today. Actually, we caught up with Loki last week, but we're still doing more Loki to finish it out. Um, But before we dive into Loki, I want to throw something out there. I know it's a surprise, but I just want to get y'all's raw reaction of this. (laughs) Echo trailer dropped. Yes. Did y'all get a chance to watch it? I did. What was y'all's whelming on it? Uh, Mine is, honestly, I'm, I'm pleasantly whelmed. Like, I'm still... I guess, or kind of like what you had said before, cautiously whelmed <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm. It looks really good from the trailer. Uh, they, they did a great job with it, and it's interesting. I noticed at the end that it says that you're going to have to go to your Disney Plus TVMA setting to be able to stream it. So that has has me a little excited so. well that they did that with moon knight as well didn't they or did they not i can't remember now i, I thought we were talked about it or something or they brought that new setting in with moon knight or maybe it was punisher coming in and daredevil coming in yeah i don't all think, those i don't remember you having to do that for moon knight yeah, it was for the punisher and daredevil when they brought the netflix series in yeah i think that's what it was yeah i remember that now uh i'm i think yeah i think i'm cautiously whelmed right now just because uh, I, I'm, I'm really liking, uh, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio as, uh, Kingpin. I think that's really cool. I like the, I don't know her name right now, but the actress that plays Echo, uh, she's pretty cool. I'm worried there's going to be a lot of like, uh, I don't know what to call it, but like muffled, like, mm. <laughs> like, because she's deaf, a lot of the like show is going to be like reading sign language and like muffled noises and everything. Um, and the ringing. Yeah, like I'm yeah. worried it's going to be a lot of that just because that gets grating on the ears for some reason for me. Um, but uh, yeah, for the most part, it looks pretty cool. I like we saw Daredevil, one shot of Daredevil in the red suit. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I saw the trailer uh, cautiously whelmed. I even saw your trailer reaction on our YouTube channels. <laughs> Which, you looked very tired in that. <laughs> that's me always. Okay. <laughs> Uh, one thing I was going to ask about the trailer is, it, I mean, is it hinting at like Mike sings some of the Punisher in it? Oh yeah, well, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, yeah. I, I I figured we'd do like a whole trailer breakdown, but yeah, I, I'm wondering if they are like that's like a subtle like wink. We may get Punisher. <laughs> Rumor is is that we were going to get him in Daredevil, but uh, you know they could throw him in here. Who knows? Uh, Daredevil's being like totally like written from the ground up now. <laughs> so I don't know what exactly is happening. Uh, I'm excited. Like nonetheless, Oh, the, I just read an article actually before we even jumped on, uh, that, uh, this will be, uh, Disney Plus's first series where you don't need to know anything about anything to watch this series. Marvel spotlight branding is what it's now called. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know the, the buzzword for it. <laughs> Well, that was like, it's almost like, uh, you know, how DC has the black label or whatever. You had the Elseworlds and stuff like that. Right. So they're taking the spotlight from the comic book name and they're 
putting that now is like those kinds of series, you don't have to know anything. Yeah. You can just sit there and just start these and you're good to go. Yeah. Which is all, super awesome. It's like Marvel Max when they did that where like it was like yes. more gritty and, and darker kind of stories. Yes. Yes. Are the Mar- Was it Marvel Knights as well? Uh, was that yeah, another one? That was another one, yes. Yeah. Awesome stuff. No, I figured we would do another in-depth as well. We just, we didn't, we didn't talk about it, and but I did want to like touch on it a little bit, just kind of get our little whelmings or whatever out of the way. Right. And, and plus, I felt like this was kind of a slower episode anyways of Loki. And, but now you look at your notes and you have me worried. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, not, I wouldn't say a lot, but uh, they, I, I definitely know what they're doing. They, like, yeah. they totally showed their cards here. Um, it's from a comic book that we'll talk about in a minute, but. Anyway, okay. Cool. I'm super interested to hear about that because I, I haven't watched any kind of like Easter egg stuff or nothing like that. So, yeah, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm also cautiously whelmed as far as the Echo trailer goes, uh, but I was super pumped. Like like you said, I did a review just a live. Like I waited to watch it and recorded myself watching it for the first time. So much Daredevil vibes from Netflix. And I'm loving that, and I hope that just continues to keep going that way. Yeah. So that's all I will say for right now on it. Um, I actually want to add one more thing in. I, I just I like uh, like all along. This is what they should have been doing with uh, the Disney Plus series is more street level people because it's cheaper to make. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, that's one of the things I'm kind of like. Yes, let's do this. Like you don't have to spend you know millions of dollars per episode. Like you did with whatever She Hulk, Moon Knight, all that stuff. Like Moon Knight, you really didn't have to, but whatever reason they wanted to add like CGI to the suits, like transforming and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it looks cool. I'm so far I'm I'm kind of digging the vibe that they're laying down. Awesome. Let's dive into Loki. Season two, episode five, science fiction. Uh Loki goes time slipping to try and save all the universe. That's pretty much all that I saw in this episode. <laughs> to me, it was, I don't know. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your whelming on this before I just, you know. Um, I will say I'm, for this particular episode, I am still pleasantly whelmed, but down more to like just the bottom end, like closer to whelmed, to pleasantly whelmed kind of thing. Uh, Just for this particular episode. it. I mean, it just, it, it was an episode that, was an however long 45 minutes long and you really got maybe 10 seconds of actual like progressing the the story forward a little bit more kind of thing so it was still like i still really enjoy loki as a whole and i think it's still a good show um uh, but like as far as just the meat and potatoes of like the show kind of thing it just it was it was the salt, basically. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to save this for when we talk about the last episode, but uh, this whole show felt like you should have watched it in pairs. So like one and two, three and four, and then five and six. And it feels okay. like it would have flowed better. Better. I, I honestly think they should have just merged one and two, though one and two had that weird, like when it just goes to Brad Wolf in, in Zaniac kind of stuff. But anyway. Yeah. I am pleasantly whelmed still. This 
episode just went full Doctor Who. I kind of said that last week that they were probably going to do some timey-wimey bullshit, and we got timey-wimey bullshit. Um, (laughs) I'm pleasantly whelmed. There is a reveal with one of the variants, and then also some stuff that's being said that it's like, oh, they're doing that story from this comic. Uh, I'll get more into it when we actually start talking about it, but anyway, pleasantly whelmed. Like I said, I'm super interested to hear what comic book, but my whelming is this episode underwhelmed mm. considering where they left us off at <laughs> yeah. with with spaghettification on freaking Victor Timely and everybody going towards the light like no picking it up here and having this kind of an episode totally underwhelmed totally underwhelmed still like pleasantly whelmed to overwhelm with the series overall but with this episode here it just it, it fell flat for me just absolutely i just felt like it was a bunch of shit that i didn't need so didn't ask for didn't need whatever like i kind of get it but at the at the same time i'm like i don't care yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. i kind of like i like seeing um all the main characters kind of origin story almost yeah yeah where they were plucked from the like from the timelines um so i thought that was kind of fun seeing those but I mean, yeah, it was, I, I kind of agree. Like, it just, it was very, like, way up there. And then we just stalemated for a little while for this episode. But was that even their timelines? Yeah, I think so. Because every time we went and saw them, it said branched underneath it, branched underneath it, branched underneath it. It was not sacred. Yeah, well, they, they I think all the TVAs are variants. Like, they're not from the sacred timeline. Like, all TVA yes. agents. So okay. That's yeah. that's the, that's their branch timeline that they were originally okay. from. See, and they ruined Casey for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, freaking really? love Casey, and now I'm like, well, he's a dick. And like, <laughs> I think it's now, funny. Like, it's a very juxtaposition of his character. He's very like by the books when he's at the yeah. TVA, but like yeah, this that's... version is he's one of the famous people that escaped Alcatraz and then was never heard from again. <laughs> no, I mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't like his attitude. Got on my nerves. <laughs> Gave me a bad taste of casing. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. That was one of the things I had wrote down was that everybody was from sacred, like, branch timelines. And so that kind of threw me off. But, like, that does make complete sense that these people would be variants of, like, normal people. And so they would be plucked from, plucked from branch timelines. So I'm glad that got cleared up for me. Um, I put in my notes also that like there we have another theme again of science fiction. Like, yeah, that was kind of Victor Timely's thing. Was he was he, his whole monologue was everything is fiction until it's not until, until it's, it's fact. fact. Yeah, and that's kind of the same thing we were getting from Ob again, and especially with them having the whole like they learned from each other. How about the TVA? Like, just more of like, are they the same person? What you talking about, Ob? Yeah. In Victor Timely, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's that now. I think it's this, like, they just sort of showed their hand at the beginning of the series. This whole thing is cyclical. This whole thing is an Ouroboros. It's the snake swallowing its own tail. Like, even down to the creation of this episode and Tom Hiddleston, like, revamping Loki. And I'm just going to get into it real quick now. Uh, B-15, B-15's variant is her name. She's a doctor. Her name is Verity Willis. Um, she's a pediatrician in New York City, uh, branch timeline 2012. Anyway, 
That is the same name of a character from the comics series, the 2014 run of Al Ewing's Loki, Agent of Asgard. Oh. And at the end of that series, not end of it, excuse me, it's on issue 13 when he does it, but Loki decides to, so I got to tell story, tell story real quick. Loki, <laughs> Loki dies due to the void killing him. And then he gets reborn as Kid Loki. And in that story, Kid Loki wants to basically, like, be better than what he was when he was an adult. Okay. So, uh, anyway, he purges his, like, evilness and puts it into, like, a a raven. And it's named, like, Loki spelled backwards. And, uh, anyway, long story short. Coli? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I-Cole, I I think is how you say it. I-Cole. But, anyway, eventually that... Loki that's in the Raven tricks Kid Loki into basically merging their minds back together, ultimately killing Kid Loki. They create like a new version of Loki. And that Loki is, um, he feels guilty for what he has done. Anyway, so they, they, there more stuff happens through comic booky bullshit. And then we eventually get to Loki, agent of Asgard. In that, Loki eventually meets a future version of himself where he's known as King Loki. And King Loki, this is also going on while uh, the incursions are about to happen. Like, literally, you can look out of the sky and, like, the Earth is about to collide with 616. So, anyway, he he decides (laughs) to basically say, like, I need you to become this Loki so that my future can still exist. And then Loki is talking with on a cell phone, it's a magical cell phone because he can get reception anywhere. It's kind of ha-ha-ha-ha. It's like Doctor Who kind of stuff. Um, he's talking with... Verity. Willis, who he becomes best friends with in that comic. Uh, and he decides, I'm not going to pick like whether I want to be this Loki or that Loki. I want to write my own story. So instead of becoming like the trickster god, the god of lies is what he talks about. He's going to become the god of stories. Because, and I'm going to... Uh, read a little bit from the issue. He says, what's a lie? Verity. A lie is a story told. That's all. And we can rewrite our own stories, all of us. Write our own happy endings, our own redefinitions. We don't have to be what we're told to be, even by ourselves. But if you really want to change, you can't just trick yourself into thinking you already have. That's never a trick worth playing. This is goodbye or see you later. And then he puts on this crown he like goes up in flames and like an explosion happy happens. And then like future Loki's like, oh no, you fooled me, yada, yada. And then there's an epilogue where he shows back up to Verity Willis. She opens the door and she's like, who the hell are you? And he looks slightly different. And he says, me, I'm the God of stories. I'm Loki. So at the end of that, both in this episode, Sylvie says, we're all writing our own stories. Go write your own. Plus the stuff with OB, which is why I'm bringing all this up with him talking about science and fiction and how sometimes you just have to go off of fiction when when science doesn't work. And then uh, Loki at the end of the episode says that he can rewrite the story right before time slipping to that moment when it, uh, the loom's about to blow up. So anyway, I'm out of breath now, but I, that, that's basically uh, <laughs> that's basically what they're they they showed their hands here this episode with all that. Well, it's interesting that you you bring all that up because, especially the whole story thing and whatnot, because yes, like, OB has a book entitled, uh, was it Sons of Urin? Yarin. Yarin, that's it. 
and it looks very similar to the book that's in the credits of Loki. Yeah, it. it I think it is the same book, if I'm not mistaken. Well, the book in the credits is called Zartan Contingent. Oh, that's one of his other books. Yes, because he showed that other one. That's the one he's selling in the store. That's the Sons of Urine. It Urine. No. Mm-mm. Oh, the Zartan one is the one he's selling in the yeah, store. Yeah, the Zartan one. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. I missed that. But yeah, okay. So that's pretty cool. That's interesting. Interesting. They're gonna. <laughs> do you think? That, I think we're gonna get a Groundhog Day in the next episode. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Uh, the other thing that I just wanted to talk about that's other cyclical is it's just very like, wow, this goes even deeper, is that the whole reason this is story is even happening, not the not the uh, the Loki show, but the the comic Loki Agent of Asgard is Loki before Tom Hiddleston was like an old like hag looking like he looked like the witch that tempted Snow White, you know. <laughs> He and he was always evil and a trickster. And, and when Tom Hiddleston came along and he made Loki more charming and he was like, you know, better looking than the comic book version, his character slowly in the comics started changing into that version of Loki. But yeah. now this story is now influencing the show Loki. So it's like a snake swallowing its own tail in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> of like through other media now. yeah exactly like lo- <laughs> like Tom Hiddleston influenced this story that then influenced the show <laughs> that's funny yeah did y'all notice the last letter that sh- that stayed up yeah in the first part of the credits was the circle was the O yeah oh was it yep. yep that was the other note that I had oh let's see Obi's office looks exactly like the one at TVA yeah That's the one thing that really confused me. I was like, so I think we're going to learn is that Loki created the TVA. Like all the events of this season is establishing that Loki created the TVA by all the machinations of him going and collecting all these, whatever, five people or six people. I don't know how many there are. Um, I think they're going to establish that this is creating the TVA or something. And that like warehouse that Obi is at or AD, what's his real name? A.D. Doug uh, is like where the creation of the TVA starts or something. I don't know. Well, about two weeks ago or so, one of the inside scoops that's, uh, that I always pay attention to, they came out and said that Loki was going to take over the TVA, essentially. Yeah. But it, it wasn't... It it said Loki. It didn't necessarily say Sylvie. It didn't necessarily say Loki, you know, Prince of Asgard or whatever. Yeah. So that was kind of still a toss up in the air of who was actually going to take over, but I assumed it would be actual Loki. Yeah. Um that's kind of my theory of where we're going is that because of this whole god of stories like that's what he'll say at the end of this series or at the end of the season anyway. I don't know if there's going to be a season 3, but he'll say like I'm not the god of lies, I'm the god of stories and implying like I'm now like the god of the like I'm handling all the multiverse stuff. And yeah. like those are different stories, essentially. Different timelines yeah. are different stories. Yeah. Okay. I think that's where they're going with this. I like it. I like it. Uh, it also brings back to the conversation he had with Sylvie while getting pie about right. we're gods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Jeremy, is there anything that you're liking about this? Are you having any questions? You're just, you're like a sponge. You're just taking all this shit in. But like, yeah. I'm just trying to. Do we like, need to ring you out real quick, just to like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one of those. I'm just like, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to follow through, follow with it, and 
understand a little bit more. I mean, yeah, it, I, it's gonna be. <laughs> it's one of those that, like you again, where we we talked about the whole trying to make sense of some of this time, uh, like slipping or time, whatever you want to call it. It's just so many different variants and changes and stuff. It's just like ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, this episode, like I said, when they when they went full Doctor Who. Like they just straight up go went like when when Obi says like you should try fiction instead of science or whatever the line is, I was like, oh, okay. So they're just saying it doesn't fucking matter. Like <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> like we're doing we're pulling a Doctor Who here. We'll just yeah. make up some bullshit and that's the excuse for it. Like <laughs> random bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I felt so bad for Obi. I'm not gonna lie. I, I did too. Like I was like, man. <laughs> yeah. Man. He seemed unfazed by it though. <laughs> Well, he he seemed a little down. He was like, lost my job. Then my wife left me. And I had to take a break because of that. Couldn't get his book sold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, fuck me, Obi. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Poor guy. I, I, my note did say, poor Obi. He lost his wife due to making the Tim pad. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Though. <laughs> like, the way they did that, where Loki was like, you made one that fast? And he's like, well, if you think 19 months, 18, 19 months is fast, then yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like, I took, he's like, I took a month off after I lost my job. My wife left me. <laughs> he kind of <laughs> hangs his head for a second. He's like, anyway, where do you want to go? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, man. Uh, I, do y'all get tired of like, you know, we've talked about the mind controlling trope and stuff like that of the MCU and how they kind of fall back on that like several times over. And now I feel like dusting or spaghettifying is like a whole other thing that we're just going to have to keep reliving because <laughs> I was getting such in-game vibes yeah. here or uh, yeah. in, in, Infinity War vibes here with, with the, the spaghettification of everything. I was like, oh, well, it's just not dust this time. It's it's spaghetti strands. Okay. Yeah. It's all. I, I didn't get tired. I thought the scene where Sylvie's in the record store and everything's spaghettifying, I thought that was beautiful looking like in a yeah. in a weird, sick way. Like, I was like, wow, this is done really well uh, right? how they did it. And yeah, when when they're in Obi's workshop and everything's spaghettifying, I was like, this is very Infinity War. Like, I had PTSD. I was really waiting for, like, <laughs> Mobius to be like, I don't want to go or whatever whatever Spider-Man <laughs> says to Tony in that scene. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, yeah. Um, but yeah. What I like, you were making a comment back in uh, episode two that, you know, we we did not care at all about these other timelines getting right. pruned or whatever the case was. They gave us no feelings for that at all. I will say, though, like, seeing all those characters getting spaghettified, yeah. I was like, damn, like, I... Yeah. Like, I don't want them to go. Like, I... Yeah, and like then the, seeing, um, Go ahead. The record store yeah. Yeah, owner. Yeah. Like, trying to holler at Sylvie and everything. Like, mm-hmm. that was... Yeah, that was intense. She reaches out for him and all yeah. she's grabbing are just like the mole- the strands or whatever, the molecules. Yeah, it was very, I don't know. It, it Like I said, it, it's very, like or like you said, Michael, it's very Infinity War dusting kind of thing. Well, and they even gave like the scene with Loki whenever he's got all the strands coming by oh, him. right. Like yeah. I yeah. felt for him on that because he's like, he's trying to grab all these strands. Yeah, he's like reaching out and grabbing, trying to grab at them. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is, I should have brought this up earlier, but have y'all noticed that He Who Remains is in the Marvel logo now? No. I think so, yeah. Like in that opening, like with all the, in, in the letters? 
Yes, the Marvel logo. Really? Oh. So when they're panning out, of course, they're panning out the whole time. But in the top of the M, on the first part where you see it, he's up there in that little section that's like standing up. I can't remember. The only reason I know, I didn't know because I didn't notice it, but uh, I think like the new Rockstars video pointed out in one episode. But yeah, that's cool. I I like them updating because I like they added, uh, you know, uh, Kamala Khan and Shuri and something else. I can't remember. I think, oh, one of the secret invasion crap, like, ugh. (laughs) 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 But yeah. Probably, uh, Mother of Dragons, who's the most overpowered person in the Marvel <laughs> Universe now. I mean, yeah. Why would it not be her? No, actually, I want to say it's Nick Fury or something. Oh, damn it. If you don't go with Daenerys Targaryen, why? <laughs> you should go with Olivia Coleman, by God. She is the star of that freaking show. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice today that, because I watched the intro to Quantumania, and I first noticed he remains in the Loki stuff. And then I watched Quantumania, the, the opening to it. And he's in that one as well. Oh, cool. Really? Yeah. So he's been in there for a bit, apparently. Okay. But just with the whole, like, Jonathan Major stuff or whatever. Not that that's, like, a big thing. Right. But it's kind of one of those things. Like, we didn't, like, Moon Knight got knocked out really quick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We we were on Moon Knight Watch like by episode three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where did it go? Yeah. Where's he at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had his 15 seconds of fame and then they're like, oh, nope, we need to get rid of him. Oh, <laughs> no, guys. Yeah. That, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it annoys because Moon Knight had the potential to be so good. Yeah, right? it really did. Right? I mean, it's no secret invasion. But like, oh no, no, like that is just an absolute shit show. But anyway, <laughs> I would definitely watch Moon Knight over Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd watch a Moon Knight a hundred times back to back before watching Secret Invasion again. <laughs> Secret Invasion made me feel bad for like shitting on Moon Knight, honestly, because yeah. I was like, fuck, I said bad things about this and I could have just had this again and it would have been fine. Like, we were too hard on you. We, we didn't know how good we had it. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I have a ridiculous question to ask. Do y'all think Zaniac is the true villain of Loki? No, God, no. (laughs) Brad Wolf shows up. It was I all along. (laughs) Zaniac. (laughs) I'm just saying, we got another Zaniac riff. (laughs) 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 That was for you, Jeremy. It was, because I had to to think for a second who we were talking about. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. (laughs) B5, B15? No, X5. X5. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you got close though yeah it, it is confusing I, I will give you that but no we got another Zaniac reference with there being a video game in the bar where Loki and yeah Loki go to so <laughs> <laughs> Loki and Loki go to Loki and Loki god I hate her mullet like it's so <laughs> oh, I know. oh god <laughs> she's at the bar with that stupid mullet I'm like yes. it just looks so bad <laughs> Yeah, that's what like, I was telling my wife too. Like, I was like, I hate this haircut. It looked like I like it's worse than like a the '80s mom's haircut kind of thing. Like, it's it's just terrible. So yeah, it's bad. 
I, I totally agree. I'm like, the mullet should die on the vine. Like, it should have never been brought <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> should she have gone with, like, the big 80s bangs? Like, to just... Oh, yeah. <gasps> it would have looked better. <sighs> the ones that have to, like, be whatever, like, rolled to be like... Yeah. Yes. My mom used to... <laughs> love you, mom. But <laughs> she used to rock those, like, kind of bangs yeah. for the longest time. <laughs> like, if they were straight, they'd straight up be, like, down to their mouth or whatever. But they curled them up. <laughs> <just> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have not looked any better. Um, her hair was fine in last season. It looked fine. And then they gave her this awful one or she gave it to herself. I don't know. Because I don't know if it's a wig or if it's a real hair or it's it's she's got a different hair and they put extensions. I, like, I don't know what's going on there, but it looks it looks bad to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I should have brought this up earlier as well. But I think uh it looked like she was on a bad acid trip whenever everything was going down. Oh, yeah. Like, I could definitely see her thinking that, especially <laughs> the time period she's in and the spaghettification yeah. of everything. It's like, oh, fuck. And then the spinning of that record, I was like, man, somebody tripping balls right now would watch this. Like, <laughs> oh, man, that'd be, that'd be fun. <laughs> uh, real quick, back to the bar. Tom, I wrote my note there was Tom Hilson is such a good actor. Like, with his, uh, like, I don't want to be alone scene, like, I don't know. I just yeah. thought his acting was quite, quite good there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but I will say, like, like, thanks, Richard, because now I, I see it every freaking time of the hair flip. Like, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to get to that. Well, I, I, uh, I saw it a while back and I've been meaning to mention it and it just reminded me. So I sent y'all a text message, re- uh, talking about that, showing that Loki does this hair flip thing, especially in the series. Yeah. Uh, last season, someone did like a super cut of all of them. I forget how many is in the entire season, but uh, I did a flip, hair flip count. <laughs> Within the first 10 minutes, we get seven. I may be <laughs> off by maybe one or two, but like total, we got 10 for this episode. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, you could play like a drinking game, like with all the hair flips. <laughs> You'd be out before the show even ends. <laughs> we need to do this live for the finale. <laughs> you know how great this podcast would be? <laughs> I mean, I definitely would have to like call into work the next day. There's no like, yeah, no oh, yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that's that's yeah, especially within seven shots within a ten minutes. Yeah, no, not, not happening. Yeah, we'd be on our ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm already sitting down anyways. <laughs> You'd be on the floor then. <laughs> I'd be asleep. <laughs> Those are all my notes. No, okay. so Richard, please take center stage. Uh, I, I talked about the biggest thing because I was bursting at the seams for that. But uh, I, I giggled uh, when Loki meets Obi in this episode for the first time. And they're talking and he's like, well, I, you know, I don't know how to even build it or whatever. And then he pulls out the handbook because I just giggled because all I could picture was Michael. I, my note was, <laughs> LOL, the TVA handbook strikes again. <laughs> it's been in, it truly has been in every episode <laughs> every episode and it's been a key point in every yeah. single fucking episode i'm very curious to know if in the next one will it be that'd be really funny if it was for every single episode this season like throws the book out into the loom or yeah something. yes <laughs> yes that needs to be what fixes the loom no. he, or, or be able to hit the button with it or something like yeah. it, like yeah. you have to have the book to hit the button oh my god yeah. <laughs> i could see them doing something like that 
Or like a like one of the branches comes like shoots at him, but like the book saves it. Oh <laughs> god, that trope! <laughs> Instead of it being a bullet, it's, it's yeah, chronal energy or whatever it was time radiation. Uh, near the end of the episode, Loki says, uh, "It's not about where, when, or why. It's about who." I really was about to be like. Doctor Who? Like, are we just... I, to me, I just felt like this was such a Doctor Who episode. Like, yeah. people have been wanting, not like a ton of people, but some people have been wanting Tom Hilston to be a, a, a regeneration of the Doctor at some point. Ooh, that'd be good. I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be James Bond, personally. Um, oh, that'd be good, too. But uh, anyway, yeah, I just... This feels like this episode was written like, all right, you want him as Doctor Who? Here's your Doctor Who episode. <laughs> Especially, like, when he's talking to Obi about his, uh, not Obi, a Mobius about coming to the TVA and then like a Mobius is like, well, I can't leave my sons. And then he shows him like, you know, we're, we're literally like a few minutes back in the past. He's like, you can show up any moment in time. So you, it'll be like, you're never gone. I'm like, the doctor says that to the companions to like tempt them to come onto the TARDIS so much. I was just like, this is a doctor who episode. <laughs> The also, I'm not, I don't know if y'all caught this. It, I don't know if it, it's a thing. Maybe it's just someone being like, ha ha ha, like wink. But Mobius felt like he was like a reference to like Odin. He has two sons. One of them is very mischievous. The other one is, is good or whatever. Uh, when he tries to get the other one to get the other one in line, he says basically about like, I'll give you a puppy. And he's like, well, I want a snake, which could be a reference to Fenrir, which is the wolf. And Yomengander or Yormengander, which is the giant snake, which also is a reference to uh, an Ouroboros. I don't know. Maybe I'm digging deep there, but I was just like, that seems very, I don't know, referencing that. Um, but yeah, anyway. I don't know that I would ever see Odin cleaning up his front yard like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying he is Odin, but it, he's like an no, allegory with... for Odin or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, like, even whenever um, they were all gathered in OB's uh, whatever office, whatever you want to call it, lab. Yeah. Uh, he was still trying to do his like jet ski pitch and everything. Yeah. Mo- Mobius was. He was a salesman to like the very <laughs> end. Yeah. Yeah. He made me not like o- Mobius either. Made you not like Mobius? Yeah. That whole, that whole, the whole salesman stuff. I was just like, oh, uh, I'm tired of oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. Go away. I want my old Mobius back. Yeah. I like when uh when Loki time slips to that instead of doing the hair flip, he's doing the wacky inflatable arm flailing to <laughs> yes. Yeah. <like> <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. Uh yeah, and I, I that's pretty much it. Um I just had written down like all of their like variant names, what year and where they're from. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I got some theories of possibly where we're going, but yeah. Let's go. Let's hear him. Okay. Well, obviously, I mentioned the god of the god of stories. I think Lo- I've kind of mentioned it already. I think Loki is going to be not only the creator of the TVA now, but the head of the TVA. Yeah. Especially because I don't know if y'all like let the video play, but it always plays like clips from previous episodes mm-hmm. that are like important to whatever they're talking about. They showed He Who Remains from season one about how, like, everything you've done, everything that you've, you know, whatever, I led you here, I paved the road. (laughs) And uh, I'm kind of wondering, like, He Who Remains knew that Loki was 
like head of the TVA or created the TVA at some point and he took it away from him or I don't know, to be honest with you, but he talks about it like when he's about to get murdered, he's like, you could kill me or y'all could take over the TVA and, you know, prune or do whatever you want to with it. So anyway, I'm pretty sure that's where we're going with this. I kind of wondered something along the same lines, not to the extent like you were talking about where, again, it's a circle of him taking it from Loki, but somehow he knew or whatever that a Loki had to be at the helm, but he didn't know necessarily which one. And that's why he had Sylvie and Loki both coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, because I guess the possibilities or the the likelihood of you getting a bad Loki out of the bunch was too great. Does that even make sense? Sure. Because how because of how like how much they emphasized that Loki was always the bad guy in season one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, I do think it's like a self fulfilling prophecy by like trying to prune all the like Loki stuff. It then creates this like in other words, it created Sylvie who eventually leads to he who remains death. But I don't know. It's, it's one of those that I'll have to think about it for years and years and maybe one day I'll figure it out. But yeah, I kind of understand what you're saying. Anyway, uh, (laughs) the other thing I kind of wondered, but they were already like uh, doing a rewatch today. They're already in the branched timeline, but I thought Loki going like time slipping to those different moments is what causes the branch, which then, makes it to where they get plucked out of there to be part of the TVA. I thought that was the case, but that wasn't when rewatching it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> cool. So my, my wife had one. She was asking me, she's like, so does this have any kind of effect on the like the MCU stuff? And I was like, no. Yeah, I mean... Not, not really. Not that we've seen, but I got a feeling... I don't know. Like... The time loom exploding kind of made me wonder is that is it's very reminiscent of when Secret Wars happens, like that issue. I forget what it is. It's like Avengers. I don't know. Anyway, there's a moment where the two Earths collide and then there's this blinding flash of white light. And it's very reminiscent of how the loom explodes or the loom exploding is very reminiscent of that. And I was kind of wondering because of how the TVA's time doesn't work. Because, you know, like, Brad left, and then it had been years, like, his hair's all long and all this stuff. So maybe that's the start of Secret Wars or something that we saw. I don't know. Like I, like I said, I've got theories on theories on theories. But until <laughs> yeah. we see more, I do hope this does influence the MCU somehow. Because otherwise, what's the point of the show? Yeah. Right. Other than it's just, like, Tom Hiddleston gets to act more. <laughs> well, and it's also so... It's already been established that like being in the wrong universe is what helps cause incursions. Like your time being somewhere you're not, mm. that's, that's not where you are, like influences incursions to happen. And so now we've just saw Loki go to multiple, multiple branches. Yeah which could be multiple universes or they're all the same earth, just different time periods. Yeah. So could his, him dispersing himself amongst the branches, could that be enough to cause incursions? I'm going to say no, because I think 
we're also learning, like, he, uh, what is it? OB says something about his time slipping. He's like, you're like a Tim pad, but better. Yeah. So I'm assuming, like, using Tim pads and stuff doesn't cause incursions for some re- for reasons. I can't tell you why, but just reasons. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> comics, like, uh, so I'm going to assume him doing the time slipping, no. But if it was like, I don't know, if he was there longer than what he normally was, maybe. Well, I would say that because the peep, the agents that they have are people that are pruned from timelines, then those people aren't part of a timeline. Right. Or they're taken, you know what I mean? That yeah. And that timeline was pruned. So if that timeline was pruned, then that means they're not, there's not another universe to collide with because they were all part, they were keeping the sacred timeline. Uh, you're saying that like someone from, we'll just use like some letters, someone from, Branch timeline A goes to time branch timeline B, so then A and B will be an incursion that collide into each other, right? Is that what you're saying? If and if, then if A doesn't exist, then B can't collide with A. Correct. Yeah. Yes, because they pruned that branch. Okay. Yeah, the I mean they did, but they kept that person. That's a that's a viable theory. And so like, again, this is all up in the air, <laughs> but yeah, sure, that that works. <laughs> Um, I mean that to me that's the only thing that would make sense and, and keep it from just being like yeah fuck it comics yeah yeah <laughs> well I know um, <laughs> I I really think my still I think we're gonna learn that like the multiverse is supposed to exist and this loom thing is like not supposed to be there and that like an evil conquering device yeah Kang exactly. the Conqueror yeah, exactly <laughs> and that like incursions just happen naturally to prune themselves back. But I don't know. I could be wrong, but that that's the only thing that makes sense to me right now. Well, and two, it would also set up Kang to look like more of a good guy. And they always want to do that where it's like, especially like how they did with Thanos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it was like, Oh fuck, he's got a point. Like, and so this would be the, again, the same kind of trope thing where it's like, look, I can either let nature take its course and it prune whoever it wants to prune. And it decimate thousands of millions of people in, in all these other universes. Or I can control it. Yeah. And these people never even knew that they exist. There's never even anything that happened beforehand. It's like, ah, oh, well, fuck, he's got a point. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's also just using it for uh, selfish reasons. He's not. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's using it. But yes, no, I, I yeah, they could do that. Um, I think people would critique them a little bit because... Again, it's a little samey to Thanos. But exactly. I'm, I'm personally fine with that. No, yeah, and that's that's why I'm saying like them doing something like that would be par because again, we we've gone from dusting to spaghettification, mind control time after time, <laughs> and then it would just be you know, oh, this villain wants to save everybody, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Any other theories? No, I kind of no. blew my load last episode <laughs> with all the theories. <laughs> I was really hoping Obi would be someone like important, like the I really thought like I did uh I don't know, by like episode three or something, I'm like, oh, what if he's the beyonder? But I don't think that's happening now. Uh I think he's just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited to see because they released the final like trailer for these last two episodes. I'm very excited to see because I we're gonna get to see Victor Timely get spaghettified again. Yes. Uh from like a different angle this time. Yes. So I'm uh I'm very curious to see like what happens with him. Like it was he is he literally nothing? Like he's he's just a 
he's a Ralph Boner again. <laughs> like he's just nothing. <laughs> you know what? Like I, I had an Avengers Annual Twenty One, which is the first Victor Timely. Yeah, and and I had it up for sale, and somebody offered me, you know, a, a, an amount that was less than what I had it up for sale, and I was like, well, I'll watch the episode real quick. I saw him get spaghettified, and I was like. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's do this deal. Uh, that would be great. So um, I'm hoping the guy, uh, I, I always send a note with my stuff that says, hey, you know, if you like this book, you may like me on, you know, Comically Comics Podcast and tell him to go look there and tell him to go look at YouTube. So, sir, I hope you're enjoying your book still. Very much so. But yeah, I was very glad to get that out, out, of, out of my collection. Out of- <laughs> That's funny. You, you spaghettified that one. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Once I saw that, I was like, oh, yes, except I'm I'm accepting that offer. <laughs> Which the episode had like been out. So more than likely the guy knew and he just really wanted that character and for a good deal. So win-win on both parts, I say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Until then, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, how about you, sir? You playing that that Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales? <laughs> I am playing the Miles Morales, yes. I have been playing that. So. Cool. Not not the second one. No, I know. You told me you weren't going to do that. You were going to do that, but I was just, I'm yeah. keeping you whole, because I just beat the uh, second one. It's... Oh, already? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's quite, it's not very long to me. I, like, I burned through, like, all the side missions, and then I just started doing the storyline before I knew it. I was done last night like kind of late but uh it's pretty good um interesting interesting setup and stinger and stuff like that i don't i don't know if we're gonna get like another like mid game you know what i mean like you know how they did spider-man and then miles morales and then spider-man 2 i feel like we're gonna get a another mid game and then spider-man 3 but i don't know for sure the one thing that i like I'm disappointed in with this one, the second one that just came out, is that you can't do co-op missions. Oh. Like you, you have two Spider, Spider-Man spider characters in there. Yeah. What, what What would be so hard to do co-op missions? I just, I don't yeah. get it. Uh, yeah, I get that. But they they make it to where you can like instantly swap. But, but anyway, we'll, we'll do a review <laughs> on this game. Yeah. Like, because... The uh, the I think it was like IGN said it's like a technical marvel and it is like the the fast travel in this game and the basically way to instantly swap between Miles and Pete like I forget it's like three seconds or I forget it's something super quick it is insane how quick fast travel is in this game and I love it anyway oh nice uh, if you want to contact me directly I have a X the platform formerly known as Twitter an Instagram and a Threads my handle is Night Curry Night like day and night and Curry with a K if you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. (laughs) Sure. Excellent. Yeah, makes total sense.